coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Score Bunny, and we've got a interesting type of episode today. Uh, it's very interesting in that uh, Papa is what I refer to myself as kind of gave out two different times for people who are going to be on the show today. One person got a 9 a.m. call time. One person got a 10 a.m. call time. So that 10 a.m. person is like rushing their ass off to get over here now. Um, Not their fault. Totally my fault. But in the meantime, we're just going to go ahead and get started because uh, one of the members of the Zoo Tycoon crew has got a little BBQ going on later today, and he's got to start roasting some some chickens. (laughs) I want to introduce that uh, fellow right now. His name's Jock Maladu. Dude, good to see you. <laughs> good to see you, brother. Uh, 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 uh. Magnificent. Um, how Maleficent. are you? Maleficent. <laughs> how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, Excited to be here. It's good to see you. This is like after coming off of a brief hiatus where I assume we lost all listenership. Yeah. Uh, we're back bet and better, bigger and better than ever. Right. Like they were there on Monday morning, refreshing, mm-hmm. refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And then unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five unrefreshes, unsubscribe. Or refresh. Yeah. That's my rule. Yeah. Uh, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Yeah. Um, excited for this BBQ. Um, maybe... <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how to yeah. tie to video games, and I just like don't know that it's going to happen. I'll help. Ready? Yeah. Are there going to be video games at this BBQ? Dude, yeah, absolutely. Like, okay. No. Okay. He's shaking his head. No. No. There's going to be video. Oh, games I'm not supposed to say that part. because video games are gonna are like are like everything. But no, yeah. Okay. Do. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So uh, no, we're not going to all crowd around the old uh, the old <laughs> CRT and play some Oberdin. Right. Shock, <laughs> do another puzzle, please. Right. I uh, I invited this like busboy at my restaurant who I have a huge crush on to come to the party. Oh, perfect. And like, uh, there's kind of a language barrier, um, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. Yeah. But uh, I like, I'm just like, it's gonna be really like shock value for him to see like, oh, this is who this person really is. Yeah, he yeah. Doesn't he doesn't know. Well, in what way do you feel like it's gonna be a huge shock? Um, like, like, what are you? What do you have here? I, I don't even know that he like I know that he knows that I like write and do comedy mm. like to that extent. Yeah, and you do have a bunch of posters on your wall of like famous right. comedy writers. And exactly. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah. I think that's. I think it, from what I can remember from working in an in like an office or a restaurant type environment, it was always like a really cool thing when you ever you saw behind the mask yeah of your coworker and saw like what their interests are i remember i found out one of my bosses loved to work on cars and i don't know why yeah. that just like blew me away yeah yeah he just didn't seem like a car guy right i think it's i think it's cool in no matter what the person's interested in yeah but maybe passion. i'm just interested in a people's passions Dude, you're interested in interests i'm interested in interests and that's what makes me interesting yeah so uh, interesting. No, I do like I do like it when people have passions, and I think yeah. that's cool, no matter what they are. Hundred percent. So don't ever feel insecure about people getting to know you, Shock. I'm just gonna pretend like I like sports all day. Oh my god, I'm gonna be a big <laughs> sports head the whole day. This feels like an episode of a sitcom where you pretend to do that to like, like. Get, get yeah. this person to have a crush on you and then it turns out that person loves comedy writing yeah. and you totally foibled <laughs> it you know and at the end it's like why couldn't you just been honest the whole yeah, time the lesson is be yourself and right. follow your dreams right right <laughs> uh well i gotta ask from the bottom of my deep heart what have you been playing video games wise dude um i got a twofer 
A twofer? Uh, yeah, I got a twofer. This is so good. <laughs> this is so good for airtime. Uh, <laughs> Fill that space. I, Fill uh, the space. Well, I borrowed um, this game, Link's Awakening, for Switch. I don't know if you've heard of it. I bo- oh, I borrowed shit. it from like a really dear friend of mine. Dude, when you came over to borrow that from me, you were very sick. I was very sick. Yeah, I, I, I felt so bad for you. Yeah. I wish you would have told me that because I probably could have ran it over to you. Yeah, but that would have been like crazy for me to ask no no i know you would have done it i would have done it but i would have felt like you're a pathetic person all all you had to have said was i, I really want to borrow it but maybe i'll come after i'm sick yeah and then that's and then cough that's and like, and, <laughs> yeah and then cough cough in text yeah and i would have ran it over because it's like what do you i mean that's like running soup over to your buddy when yeah, you're sick. yeah for sure well thank you um it's really fun so charming mm-hmm. um the dungeons are really fun I'm, I'm like maybe like five hours in. Oh, cool! I, I got kind of distracted because my roommate, who's who loves that I now have all he has all these video games that I have, mm-hmm. has been playing Fire Emblem. So I wanted something that I could play while he was playing Fire Emblem. Oh, or actually, I'm not gonna say it that way. But I've been playing Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just change directions. Why, on my... why change? Why the change? Just like why you? There's not really head? a portable way to play Metal Gear Solid. Oh, gotcha. And, and um, this yeah. is going to really blow up my spot for what I'm about to talk about later. So uh, just know you're in good company. If the if the cops burst through the door, <laughs> uh, we're both going down, baby. Yeah. Okay, so you've been playing Metal Gear Solid. Dude, like, it's so fun to play a game that I loved when I was younger and then find out that it's still just, like, awesome. Yeah. I, I think it's, like, still really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, there's, like, 800% too much dialogue, but, like... <laughs> Like, it's crazy how long it goes on. I fucking love that first game. It's so good. It's the it's all boss fights, basically, yeah. and they're all so fun. And in everything in between the boss fights, minus one section of the game, is so fun. What what section? This one you have to retrieve the sniper rifle, and you have uh, to go all the way, way back. back through the entire Shadow Moses. Yeah, it's also not the best when you... It's funny how they hadn't learned that yet. Yeah. I guess they hadn't learned that whatever those kind of missions are bad right but they also do it with the keys Mm -hmm. when you have to like go and you have to get on this elevator that takes 45 seconds so you can get to the hot zone to get the hot key and you're just like (laughs) what's your favorite boss fight Mm. from that game so i'm basically at that point putting the keys in so i'm close but not at the very end uh you know which one I thought was actually kind of fun Hmm. even that's really simple is when you're in that like snow grid area it's like the second time you play the big jockey dude and you have to like shoot you're like shooting rockets yeah. between this maze oh what's his name his name is a vulcan raven vulcan raven mm-hmm. i thought that one was really fun yeah the, I like, the fir- oh the second time you the fight him where time? he's got where you're you have to like go behind him you have yeah. to like use the guided missiles to like hit him in the butt yeah you have to, like, use yeah. the grid i thought that yeah. was like just like fun arcade game yeah vibes. someone described that game as like really the game is pac-man <laughs> and it's like all in the map yeah you could just play the game through the map Wow, it's it's very true. And it's kind of true. It's right. just like a nice looking Pac-Man, right? But I love. I mean, Psycho Mantis is great, but if I was gonna pick like a not like basic one, <laughs> it would have to be when you fight uh, Gray Fox in the office. Oh yeah, it's really hard boss fight, but it's really cool. It's like I think this might be the first time I remember, like a really big video game action set piece being set in such a mundane environment, right. which is really interesting. It felt like realistic, yeah. Yeah, like the whole game control that we've been playing this year is uh-huh. basically 
aping off of that. Like oh, it, cool, it, it's yeah. all in an office building, which is like really fun to yeah. like, like what if I could just take this fax machine that I've been looking at every day of my real life right. and throw it across the room? Yeah. I, I'm excited to play that one. Yeah. Um, what about you? I have been playing. So where? So on Link's Awakening, though, I do have a question. Are you? So you have you played the Game Boy one? I played it, but I d- truly don't know that I got to like the second dungeon. Like I had it as a child, and I remember it being really hard and confusing, and right. me, me playing the first hour like mm-hmm. twenty times. But yeah, it's I remember it being confusing new. too. It's basically new. Basically new. Yeah, I liked I liked Link's Awakening, but I want you to enjoy it and finish it. But slightly hot take. The more time I spend away from it, the less I remember it fondly. Yeah, yeah. The more I'm like, I don't know if that game was good at all. Right. Oh, I love that. I love when I love when things change. <laughs> and it can go either way. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what is that? Yeah. What is that cause? Yeah, well, I'll tell you this much. Video games are... Uh, we're getting an update. Okay, not bad. Not bad. What's the update? Uh, Mr. McCaller... Will be joining us in 20 minutes oh nice which is not you know and then maybe you can jump out early and he can stay for the end yeah we'll we'll make it yeah. work versatile he's asking me could i have a cup of coffee at your place <laughs> <laughs> and i'm saying no <laughs> no he can have all the coffee so i've been playing video games are happening so fast and they're not stopping yeah. and it's a and it's it's a nightmare and i <laughs> But what I've been doing to circumvent that is adding more video games into my life that are retro. Mm, smart. So just making it more unrealistic Definitely. for myself. So I took on two projects. One is I started <laughs> I started burning Dreamcast games just to see if I could do it. Oh, yeah, dude. It's the best. And it's it. easy and you can do it. Once it's I found out you could just do it, I incredible. was like... You got Nero, bro? Or what do you... Uh... Uh, no, I just have my whatever burner is in my mac oh it just works that like just that yeah. easily literally you just uh, it's an image burn you just right. burn the image i remember that i loved it so much yeah and so it, it kind of sucks because like once you can do it it's almost like when you get a new emulator and you're like oh now i can just do it all i don't want to do it yeah it's, yeah there's zero value like but i i'm gonna start i think i want to like i don't know if i like want to write something about emulation or like do like a some sort of video on emulation but like I think my hot take about emulation is I think it's good for business. I actually think Mm. emulation and being able to emulate any game you want is not just good for gamers. It's good for developers and it's good for like publishers because I end up buying more games off of like having played it through an emulator, finding that I I actually love this thing and like wanting to now then play it like legitimately. Sure. And I think that most people who end up doing emulation are already people who pour so much money into video games. That's very true. You know what I mean? Like no one's out there who like spends no money on games out there like like just just Definitely. stealing stuff. Just the nature of wanting new games that come out like right. you're not going to stop buying games because of emulation. Right. In fact, it's made me buy more stuff. Like mm. I've been able to emulate every N64 game for a very long time. Right. And I just recently got my hands on a new N60 or like a like a an N64 that I can now start buying up carts for sure. for like some more rare games that I was able to play through emulation. Anyway, so uh the second project I took on was uh I mo- I I went to my parents' house to you know hang out with them, 
we had some deaths mm-hmm. in the family. Um, so it was like kind of post. Uh, oh, were you gonna make a joke? I was gonna make Let me a hear, good let's joke. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, uh, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say. Sounds like you really wanted to see him. <laughs> no, I really did. Oh, uh, <laughs> Please cut this out. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I love my family, and there were some recent deaths, and so I wasn't able to make any of the funerals, which was sad. But I. I was able to go there just to kind of be with them, which I felt like it was important. Yeah. But while I was there, like I, I opened up a drawer and they just had a fucking Wii just sitting in the drawer. So I took it and all the games they had for it and all the controllers and stuff they had. I brought it home and then I modded it. Yeah. So I made a little project for myself, which nice. was like, what if instead of this being like a Wii where you can play GameCube and Wii games on it, what if now... It has every Wii and GameCube game just already preloaded on it. Yeah, and uh, I gotta say, it took me twelve hours, and I felt like I felt like. Have you ever seen the conversation with Gene Hackman? Yes, I felt like him. <laughs> I felt like there was like wires in the walls. I like lost my mind. Right. It was like I was in a K hole deep with this. Uh, but I finally did it, and it, and it looks great. Works nice. great. Um, Dude, one thing that was really fun with the Dreamcast and the Burning <clears throat> Games was that you could also. That was the first time I was able to burn like. Nintendo and Super Nintendo ROMs. Oh yeah, and on like a disc, and then we could play with the controllers. Yeah, my brothers and I played so much. I like, remember on I, the Dreamcast, you'd play the, like Super Mario World and stuff. Yeah, exactly. We'd That's play great. like. Um, I remember my brother like the night after he took the board, the, like the night after he took the boards for medical school. Ooh, he was like, all my friends are going out drinking, but I don't want to do that. I just want to play video games for like twelve hours straight. That's awesome. He's like, that that'll be my like brain decompression. Yeah. And we did. That is I, so cool. I even remember, like, I went to sleep at like one in the morning, mm-hmm. and like my brothers, were like, yeah, we stayed up till like five playing like Super Spike V Ball. <laughs> <laughs> that is like a really cool memory. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah, that is also something that I would do too. Right. Is instead of going out and just getting fucking smashed to pieces. Yeah. Like. De- really de- truly decompressing but with a controller in my hand baby exactly but yeah no so i uh yesterday i did turn it on and i did play a bunch of gamecube games that i've never played before like kirby's air ride yeah. i never played which is like a weird ass racing game with kirby ah. characters weird yeah where you don't there's no go button like you're on a star and it just goes for you whoa so it's like that assist mode in mario kart where yeah. you don't have to hold down the gas so it just does that but like what what makes it challenging is you you have to like hit a button to suck up things in the environment to shoot at other players while you're racing. Yeah. It's very cool, right? Uh, a lot of fighting games, a lot of stuff like that. And then, yeah, so Connor McCabe got on his GameStop deal some sort of like HDMI adapter for his N64. It was like really expensive. And it was so expensive that in the deal, they just gave him a free N64. Wow. Which he already had. So I ended up just buying that off of him. Cool. So he ended up saving a little bit of money on his HDMI adapter, and I got like a an N64, which I kind of wanted. And I stress kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, uh, I beat Luigi's Man. I mean, I have a lot to talk about. I have yeah. so many fucking games in my... In my in my uh, brain right now. Dude, I want to hear about all of them. Luigi's Mansion. Super charming. Super great. I You should borrow that after Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. It is... It is like one of my favorite games of the year. Cool. Uh, new Super Lucky's Tale I bought when it came out. Um, I want to do an entire episode about like 3D platforming mascot games. It's it might be my favorite game this of the year, even though wow. it came out a couple years ago. I love New Super Lucky's Tale. Whoa. It is. Was it on Switch? It's incredible. Yeah, it's forty bucks on Switch. Uh, I would say if you don't love those type of games, maybe wait for a sale or something. Yeah. 
But like, yeah, like A Hat in Time and Ukulele were like the two big ones that were like released recently. People didn't really like Ukulele and A Hat in Time. I bounced off of very hard. Right, but McCuller loves it. McCuller loves it. But I love. I think it's because in Hat in Time, and I don't want to spoil for like an episode we do plan on doing with this. But I think in Hat in Time, it's like you're just like a, a human. Right. I love. I want to be a fox, baby. I want to be a little squirrel or a right. rat or something. Uh, but I love that game. And then, yeah, Pokemon came out yesterday. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, I got Sword. I loaded it up. And uh, we'll probably talk more about that next week, actually. That'll be our Pokemon episode. Give people a week to play it. Yeah. And then dive in. We'll probably mm. have DJ Kakuna come back on uh, and and give us a little scoop on on how Sword and Shield is. I really like the game, though. Spoiler. So I think it's, I think it's really fun. Awesome. And, and just about as charming as anything. Yeah. It's really hard, you know, there's so much, like, especially with the Switch, like, we are not wanting for charm. No. Everything is so charming, so cute. It's true. So sweet. Yeah. So nice. Uh, You want to get in the news? (laughs) Hell yeah. And uh, we will probably be doing the news as McCaller walks in the door, which will be fun, because we'll have to just... Revert back to our old ways of. We'll have to repeat everything. Asking, yeah, we'll have to repeat. <laughs> oh, you missed it. There was this great barbecue bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, news is that video games are here. Oh, so they're here. They've yes, arrived. The, yes. The big headlines on all the news sites say video games have arrived. Now we can finally start playing real games and talking about them instead of all these fake imaginary <laughs> ones. Uh, so. A big thing that came out that's not all not super video games related, but like media related, is Disney Plus launched. Mm. Uh, are you up on that Disney Plus? Uh, I haven't gotten it yet. I'm gonna get it solely for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna wait for the aspect ratio? A foot, uh, yeah, fucking that, disaster. It is a disaster, over? but I'm yeah. still just like, I'm just gonna want to watch an episode one time and I'll subscribe at that moment. Right. You know what I mean? Like yes. that. Whenever that happens, can gotcha. I just say this? Not to like. I think it's hilarious that Apple TV came plus or whatever came out and no one gives a shit. Yeah, it's well, what's on there? Morning. Yeah, morning they were wood? like, they're like, do you want to you like Steve Carell? And we're all like, yeah, we like Steve Carell. And they're like, do you want to see him play like a Matt Lauer disgraced like sexual assaulter? And we're all like, no. <laughs> but it's good that we all said no together. Yeah. On that. <laughs> we said that. Nah. We said, uh-uh, no, that, yeah. that sounds, that sounds like not very much fun. Are you, uh, are you stoked about Disney Plus? I have it. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm a big fan of it so far. I'm really impressed by it. I'll say that. Like the scope of Disney Plus mm. really blew me away. I guess it was, I didn't consider how y- unique of an experience it was going to be to see all of the Disney stuff and Marvel stuff in one place. Yeah. To like go through a giant list of stuff that they have and it's all just like hits fucking like what it's like spider-man and frozen and like like triple a titles yeah (laughs) no for sure it's gonna be like i'm i'm sure it's nuts yeah uh i really did get it for the simpsons though yeah like as i'm sure most of our friends are probably most interested right and i was super bummed like it is i am gonna say unwatchable I'm going to wow. say that's how bad the aspect ratio problem is. Oh, like at least per episode, you get like two or three jokes cut off that's, because it's so crazy. And I'm not even like a huge stickler for like, if it was stretched, I could just watch yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not like a huge snob. Right. This is something, this is, it's weird. That like, is weird. You don't even consider, although it is like a good teaching tool in how animation framing works. Like, 
You don't even consider like, oh yeah, if you just cut off Bart's head a little bit at the top here, it would look like terrible. Right. <laughs> like you need to have like heads in the room, space. In yeah. space. Yeah. Interesting. So, but if you want to watch season 21 and on, they're perfect because that's when the Simpsons turned to widescreen and it looks really good. Okay, great. That, and it also those, looks really good. Those yeah. are the seasons I wanted. So perfect. Yeah. And I was watching, and I, was, I started watching season 21 because I just wanted some Simpsons and mm-hmm. couldn't watch the old ones. And you know, not that bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I, cool. I, I remember watching some seasons like way later than 21 and not digging it, but right. I don't know. I was, I was like, okay, this is, this is good. This is fine. Yeah. It, it was, it was still the Simpsons, still sure. the same characters. Cool. What, um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was seeing just like the list and it's just like crazy being like, yeah. oh wait, you have Toy Story mm-hmm. and you have like whatever. Like, and High School Musical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I, I just want to say again that like I love Apple Plus's failure. Like <laughs> so like just to be clear What's like he, what is on that? Like so what they, what do they have on it? So they have their show that stars Steve Carell, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. But all that can't be it. All great comedy actors and starring in a drama. Yeah. Um <laughs> which is what no one wants. And then they have like a Jason Momoa show and you're like he's a huge star. Surely this is something, but no one even knows about it. I think there's only 5 shows on it right now. I think they, is it only original programming? Yeah, it's only right now. It's only five. I think I want to say it's like five original shows. Snoopy in space. The Beagle has landed. <laughs> I'm. I would watch that. Yeah, I mean that sounds better than the others. Yeah, like if you even look at like just the, like I have morning show pulled up. Just like the marketing they're doing for it, it looks like the most stuffy. Yes. Shitty drama I've ever seen. It also like I just like saw a monologue from it where it's like the both the best sort of like we're not going to we want to tell both sides of the story sort of like middle of the road take on the news. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to make like a real commitment. Right. They're not going to be not like newsroom, which was like the hardest commitment to liberal news media. Definitely. In the world. 100 percent. Do you know it'd be a good podcast just to switch gears? Yeah, us watching uh, Sun Studio and the Sunset Strips, or whatever the SNL Aaron Sorkin show was. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, he did a drama about the making of an SNL type of show. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, it just has to be so awful. That's got to be yeah. A guy like that. Well, he did. He do that show, Sports Radio, Sports Night, Sports Night. I always get that News Radio and Sports Night. I always yeah. get confused. So. And that was that a comedy? It was that had a laugh track, right? It was it was fun. Was it good? I like liked it at the time. I'm sure it was like, but it was when I took myself seriously and thought I was smart. Sure. So it like appealed to that sense. So Sorkin in general appealed to you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm smart. I get it. Yeah. Uh, what is what, what would you say like the cultural? Where are we at culturally with Sorkin? Do we do we like him? Do we are we are we out on him? I don't know. It's interesting. He's like a because people everyone loved the Social Network. But, oh yeah, but then like, but then you and I, I'm a huge Charlie Wilson's War fan. Are you a fan of I that? I never movie? saw that movie. So that is a Mike Nichols directed film written by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, it, and it's starring Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. That movie to me is perfection. But cool. I don't, I don't, I haven't watched it in a while, so maybe it's no, yeah, it's probably canceled. No, <laughs> I don't think he's canceled or anything. I just think he's like, I don't know, maybe he like I didn't want to watch the Steve Jobs movie. You know what I mean? I didn't want to watch that either. That's him. Yeah. Is which one was his the Danny Boyle one? Yes, I I am interested in good directors making Sorkin scripts sure happen. What about what's her name? Maggie's War. Molly's uh, Game. Molly's Game. <laughs> I was like Maggie's War sounds kind of like something I know. <laughs> I don't know. 
know. I'm not a big Chastain guy. Really? Yeah, she's not getting me uh, in the theater. Yeah, I liked Zero Dark Thirty. I thought that was good too. Um, I think I thought, I, was... I thought Chastain was good in it. Yeah, I remember seeing. Has her... she ever played Jean Grey? <laughs> Has her moment passed? Because she could do a, like a slightly older Jean Grey. She could do old Jean Grey. Um, she's like, she's like, she's thirty-seven. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, she, like, uh, I remember just seeing her host SNL and like. Uh, her just like failing on jokes oh, man. and being like, oh, right. Like not all dramatic actresses can do comedy. Yeah. What about and- Anne Hathaway? <laughs> I think the jury's This out. is now a movie podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I'm realizing how much I want to do now as yeah. we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer released. Yeah. Uh, this is something that I will be talking about for weeks just as different people cycle in and out of this room. But what did you think, pal? I was like so I thought it was insane that they did this whole rewrite just because the fans wanted it I was like this is ridiculous and then I like saw it and I was like yeah good call yeah (laughs) it not only looks good but also they recut a new trailer which I don't think it would have been enough just to replace that original trailer with that new Sonic because I hated that trailer like I thought everything was not funny in that old trailer right including Jim Carrey I was like so down on him yeah I remember and then this new trailer came out, and I'm, now I'm back in. Yeah. I'm completely back in. Like, I feel like I get more what that movie's going to be, which is just a kid's movie. Yeah. But Jim Carrey was funny in it. I, I like his joke about the coffee. Yeah. Where he's funny. screaming at the guy, I love the way you make it. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it was good. It was like a fun, it was a fun joke. I like it better than him just berating a guy for no reason <laughs> and not letting a guy talk. Yeah. That was a better joke. Yeah. And we're, we're both big Marsden heads, so I know we're pumped right. for Marsden. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Literally, he is Cyclops. Yeah. Literally the most boring <laughs> man alive. Uh, do you like Westworld? Um, not, not, it kind of lost me. Yeah. I feel like it was just like withholding information just because like that they, they like learned that's a narrative trick and they just like, <laughs> they just like kept doing that. And I was like, it's written right. by a guy in high school. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it was like. Yeah, sorry, you're not giving me enough. I don't right, like it. Right. I'm not impressed by your twist just because you didn't like tell me the reality going on. Yeah, like I don't think that's good writing. My thing is too many piano covers. <laughs> too many. I actually think the Black Hole Sun cover was like my favorite thing about the entire show. Uh, was that in the pilot? I think so. The pilot, I think, is perfect. I think yeah. that's like one of the most perfect pilots in television. They can never get back up to that pilot. Although yeah. I will say, season two. They go off in a instead of doing like here's the story they do they do like more like weird ethereal type episodes like have you seen the show Legion? Mm-mm. It feels like experimental TV by season two. That's cool. Which is a weirder direction. I thought sure. more interesting. I was right. more in, I was more in on that. Yeah, I remember just like Jeffrey Wright was like a robot. Yeah, and I was just and I was <laughs> just like spoiler for <laughs> sorry, but it was just like I remember being like. All right, he was kind of like the only character I liked, and now I just like he's not even a real person. I was like, which yeah. I realized the point of the show is like blurring that line. But wow, I was, Jacques! But I was just like, that opinion's not gonna hold up. <laughs> but I was just like, all right, I think I'm good. Yeah, I remember Man in Black was the young guy from the. Did you remember? Did you yeah, finish yeah. it? Where he's like the Man in Black as an old man. Basically, one of the stories is we're actually seeing a flashback, and we didn't right. know it the whole season. Right. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, it was just like a testament to like if you get incredible actors like mm-hmm. they can make bad writing good so it's like you get Anthony Hopkins you get Ed Harris you get Jeffrey Wright yeah and it's like they'll make your bad writing like seem reasonable Anthony Hopkins is a good actor yeah <laughs> he's really good Tony 
Tony Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I heard him recently referred to as Tony Hopkins and I was like, that's just it's just like my favorite thing every time. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Knowing knowing as many Tonys as I do, which is not that many, <laughs> right. uh, Tony Hopkins is funny. Yeah, it really takes the wind out of his sails. It really does. Anthony, even Anthony, right. if you think about him as an Anthony, right. is very funny. What about Sir Tony Hopkins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Tony. <laughs> Sir Tony, would you like a tea? Um Perfect. So, Pokemon released, and everyone's going uh, cuckoo bonanza for it. Yeah. However, uh, there was a weird glitch where it did delete your entire SD card. Uh, if you did a certain... I, I should know what it was that was doing this. It was I think it was just the game. It was deleting SD cards. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know... That's not great. <laughs> no, I didn't even hear Clearing that. your entire SD card of all of its games and progress? Uh, not not smart. <laughs> Did this happen to lots of people? I think it happened to enough people to where it was a headline. Oh, no. Uh, but I think it obviously got patched out or... You know, we were doing... I, I mean, not we. I was uh, doing a British accent a minute ago. Yeah. And... Um, so this new Pokemon game takes place in what's called the Gala region, which is just London. It's just uh, like it's just like England, like the England English countryside. And so all of the American I guess I'm sorry, all of the English translation, localization is all Britishisms. Oh, like they say mum instead of mom. Huh. And uh the other day there was a uh or the other day, yesterday when I was playing it, there was a line that was like you always get lost, hop. Your pants with directions. And I had no idea what the fuck. <laughs> I thought it was a mistranslated quote. Yeah. And then we looked it up and it was a Britishism. Like huh. being pants at something is being. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's really fucking with me because there's no voice acting. It's <laughs> right. just text. Right. And isn't that strange? It's so weird, dude. Um, fuck. Do we have any news? Anything coming up on the on the horizon? Everything's out now. Like Star Wars is out. Yeah. Fucking Death Stranding's out. Death Stranding's out. I would love a game if you could figure out a fun mechanic to fight with poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play Wander Song at all? No, that does seem like a game that where you have to fight with poetry. You fight with singing. Songs. Singing. Yeah. yeah. Mm, and it nice. sucks. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> I bought it. I was like, that's such a great idea. What a cool oh, idea. That does suck. And you're that like, no, art, people the do art it. style is just so bad. Oh. It looked good. You could tell it was intentional. No, I know. And it is just it, like, what is it like bad, like flash animation bad? Or? It looks like cut paper, but yeah. not in like an interesting way. It just mm. looks very flat and neutral. God, gotcha. I hate that fucking game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new challenger approaching to the podcast. Uh, not his fault. I gave him the wrong time. Mr. Michael McCuller, how you doing, pal? Great. Was my... Don't worry, girly. <laughs> was that super aggressive take on uh, an ultimately delightful Nintendo indie game? Fuck oh, Wander song. Fuck Wander song, yeah. dude. Let's double Ooh. down on. No, no, no. We are we're leaving that part of it okay. because I feel right. like it's gonna be fun to have us, me and Jock, just talking about the news in such a like a placid <laughs> way, and then hard cut to fuck Wander song. <laughs> when did that game come out? Like four years ago. <laughs> I'm still pissed. Yeah. Uh, so how you doing, pal? We got it. We got to know what you've been playing. Yeah, at dude. least I've got a lot going on playing. Oh, life. this is great news. I'm playing uh, the Call of Duty campaign. That's crazy. Call of Duty Modern I Warfare? don't know what to do about that. It's kind of cool. Did you buy that or is it on Game Pass? Uh, uh, some friends hooked me up. Okay. <laughs> dude, dude, I didn't buy it. Dude, okay. I swear okay. I didn't okay. buy it, bro. Bro, I didn't okay. buy it. Okay. 
I'm guessing hooked you up means... I realized, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, I have friends who work at Activision. Oh, that's amazing. Which is very cool. Dude, they just like sweet. brought me a copy of the game, and I like that gameplay a lot. Yeah, I heard it's and really good. Yeah, it's smooth. Uh, like, the multiplayer is just whoever sees each other first wins. Yeah. So, that's yeah. fine. That's sure. hide-and-seek. That game is hide-and-seek. Yeah. But both players funny. are it. But the campaign is interesting, and it hasn't done anything that's made me too upset yet. Nice. That's Which cool. I know is kind of its MO this it, year. It has a it has that one that one set piece that is the essentially the what is it they call it the trail of death is that the, the word for it? I'm pretty new to it, so I don't I might not have gotten to it yet. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna butcher this, but there's a sequence okay. in the game that. It's it's known in real life. It's a real thing that happened, where basically the United States like bombed out a bunch of civilians moving from one area to another, and it's called something like the Trail of Death. And in this Call of Duty campaign, the same event happens, except it's the Russians who do it. Oh, sure, yeah, interesting. And it's just like, why did you that's do too this? bad? Why did <laughs> right. you even go near this? But other than that, I've heard like. Like the campaign's super solid, people are loving it, and people love the multiplayer. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good so far. Awesome. Okay, that's one. That's one. I'm still rocking that hat in time. Okay, that's two. That game is not optimized for Switch, but it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Are you? Uh, do you have? Are your Joy Cons good? I think my Joy Cons are good. Okay, yeah. they're not drifting or anything mine weird. Sucks. Mine sucks. Mine, uh, mine sucks, but I bought that Hori D pad mm. left, and my it was only my left that was broken. Mm. So. I, I did just do the Switch trade-in not long ago, so my um, Joy-Cons are relatively new. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Great. Oh, because you got the oh, more right. battery life right. one. Oh, and I, wasn't your screen cracked, too? And you got a new it, screen? It had, it had little uh, blue splotches, Oh, like bruises. You got a new one. Dude, you just like snuck that past him? I did. Nice. Oh, I didn't say a thing. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Some idiot's going to get that in the mail. <laughs> A, a refurbished old Switch. <laughs> and what if that person's a listener of the podcast? Oh, they are. No. They are for sure going to return it, and that's going to be the difference between GameStop surviving and <laughs> falling. Yeah, $100. <laughs> yeah. That's how much, yeah. Okay, so you're enjoying Hat in Time. I love Hat in Time. We got to do our Hat in Time versus new Super Lucky's Tale yes. episode. I don't even think you know the premise of this episode, and uh, Jacques doesn't either, and neither, neither does our listeners, and neither did I until right now. Ooh. But the premise is... Are video games too long? <laughs> uh, that's it. And we'll be uh, uh, getting into that after the break, which will be coming up here shortly. So you're enjoying Hat in Time. I love Hat in Time. Great, great. I'm I'm enjoying New Super Lucky's Tale. Uh, just I'm I'm guessing just as much. Is it is it as joyful to you oh, yeah. as that game is to me? It really is. Yeah. I just love finding little bits of things. Oh, like I find yeah. a little ball of yarn sometimes. I'm like. I'm going to make a hat later. Yeah. I'm going to make a hat from this yard. <laughs> as happy as I can be. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. That's two. Mm-hmm. You got a third. I got that crash team racing going on. Another Activision. Oh, another Activision. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Dude, talk to me about that game because I was actually considering buying it at Black Friday. I heard it's really fun. It is really fun. It's It, it feels, the racing feels a little less, um, like my big problem with Mario Kart is how rubber bandy it is. Yes. It feels like nothing I do matters. Right. Right. So I'm like... In Crash Team Racing, if I get in first and I race good, I win. Right. And, I'm, and I really like that. Yeah. Uh, I am playing as a buff, insane tiger. Awesome. <laughs> he yeah, is I know, I know my favorite character, and he's... Total d- beefcake. <laughs> it's, it's insane that he's a character. A real, a real beef monster. <laughs> he looks angry all the time. Yeah. Even cool. when he wins. 
Uh, it's very fun. It's silly. Like the power ups are cool. Nice. Uh, I'm into it. I always thought Mario Kart should have a little. I may have said this before, like a little meter where it's like libertarianism versus communism, <laughs> yeah. and you can like adjust how much the game <laughs> helps you. Yeah. Based on losing, I think I'd be a hard libertarian in that game. Oh yeah, um, like in real life, not in real life. Like in real no, life, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a Don't. soft libertarian in real life. <laughs> uh, no, I love. Uh, I, I do I hate that about Mario Kart, but people don't know this about Jeremy, but he has guns all over this room. <laughs> it's just like covered in guns all over the walls. No, it's not exactly that. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So that's what you've been playing. So we're kind of into the news portion mm-hmm. right now. Uh, how do you feel about that new Sonic the Hedgehog? I love him. Good. I loved the old one too, though. Okay. I had a, I had an interesting. Insane, I, I know. <laughs> I had this insane like when it happened. I was like, oh, this movie looks fun, and I think Jim Carrey's a funny choice for Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. And I was like, kind of excited for the movie, and I was like, yeah, Sonic looks weird, but what can we do? All right. And the answer was, be bad online. Yeah. The yeah. answer was, we can change things. So weird. Yeah. It was. It's such an example of when your child cries in the grocery store just buying them the caramello. Like yeah. they don't. We didn't deserve that. The internet doesn't deserve this no. cool new Sonic. Yeah. Super weird. It is super weird. I don't really know how I feel about it, especially now that it has worked. I feel like that's opened a door. Exactly. To hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what opened the door to Diablo. <laughs> now right. we live in Diablo life. Uh, what are the other things that the internet just randomly hates that like, are we going to change them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I are mean, we going to do the new Game of Thrones season? Are we going to like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, we're not going to, but like. Yeah. Although I will say, I feel like a lot of fucking right wing psychos get a lot done by hating stuff on the mm. internet, by like swaying corporations into mm-hmm. like going different directions. So sure. Senator Al Franken to resign. That like right. I don't good know. Example. I, I don't know that or, <laughs> situation super well. Yeah. I might have just G- stood out on a ledge and fallen yeah. off. <laughs> or James Gunn firing might be another yeah. example. Yeah. Right. So and then in this case, I feel like it's more middle of the road. It's like something that doesn't matter, like mm-hmm. a Sonic. Right. So I feel I would like to see us get some wins. Yeah, yeah. That's you know fair. what I mean. That's a good point. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, I do want a new Game of Thrones season. Yeah. Respect. This is me respectfully asking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I want it in like ten years when the books are done. Yeah. I yeah. love that. There we go. I, yeah. I would love a ten year break yeah. and then to come it's, back. It's literally this is off topic. It's literally what's happening with his Dark Materials right now. Are you guys watching this? I have not watched it yet, but I've heard it's good so things. Fucking good. Yeah. Oh, the cool. books are so fucking yeah. good. The H- movie that came out like ten years ago was. Stunningly bad. Oh, Golden uh, Compass is not yeah. good. Oh, it's heartbreakingly bad. I heard I it was. People like that movie. Oh, it should have been with good. the bears. Yeah, I don't know. The bears. That's the thing. The bears are so cool. It's yeah. hard to make a bad movie version of it. Right. Yeah. They had the casting exactly perfect. Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman. Awesome. Yeah. The casting in this one is not as good because you can't top that. Well, and mm. it's and, so incredible. And do we like Lin Manuel Miranda? We. Uh, <laughs> He's in Anne Hathaway territory. Yeah. yeah. We have nothing against him, but something about him is off. Yeah. Something about him is just like, he's probably making us mad. Is it because he's not co-opting urban culture? Is that part There's, of it? I don't even know that that's the thing that's bothering me, but it's like, I think it's like just the sincerity is sometimes so hard to take. Yeah. Where you're just like, it's like, what a yeah. psychopathic problem to have with someone. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? He's just like so sweet and good. Yeah. Like I don't need his little poems on Twitter, <sighs> but I still kind of like him. Yeah. This, this is why I think people are afraid of clowns because we know inherently that there is evil, uh, like <laughs> good and evil within right. all people. And so right. when somebody only presents the good, yes, don't trust it. Right. Right. Which is why I'm 
running for Joker 2020. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm running for Joker. Yeah. So I think uh, like, vote for me for Joker 2020. What an awesome campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in nameless man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. what his name Joker. is. Arthur. Mm. Arthur. Is yeah. Did now. you guys see that movie? Yeah. 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 All right, done. Talk about it. Uh, how much time you got? How much time you got? We've already made this basically a movie podcast. Yeah. We've talked more about Aaron Sorkin before you got here than we talked I about missed anything. The Aaron Sorkin combo. Yeah, sorry, bud. Dude, I just, my fault, though. I just Quick saw. Take. What do you, what do you this think? This week that um, the guy who plays Leo McGarry is in the movie The Rock, and I was like, that's cool. Okay, right. from The West Wing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Are you talking about The Rock? Like. With Sean Connery? Yeah. Dude, have y'all Whoa. seen... Have you seen... This came out on the internet like a couple months ago. If At the beginning of the movie, Ed Harris goes and visits his wife's grave. And on the tomb, it says, his wife. <laughs> That's... Wait, what is that in? In The Rock. That's he, like, goes, awesome. And it's the sort of thing that like no one noticed. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just like see it. It's so funny. It says, like, That's... It says like his wife, Barbara. And you're just like, his wife? That's great. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I... I own you even on your tombstone, yeah. baby. <laughs> uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I feel like now is probably a good time to close out the news section, unless anyone has anything else they want to talk about. Uh-uh. Anyone have any other news they want to talk about? This is the light news. We didn't really talk about. Do anything. we get into the impeachment hearings or uh... no? <laughs> oh, I. Oh yeah, I did want to talk more about HBO. <laughs> There's no real news there. I'm but so ready to talk about HBO. Is everyone having a good time with HBO right now? I feel like it's doing nothing but. Uh, it's been like a slaughterhouse of just oh, yeah. amazing con- like Succession just ended Righteous Gemstones is amazing yep. Watchmen is incredible I can't believe how much I love Watchmen Watchmen is insanely oh, I good um, cool have, so have you guys read the Watchmen yes yeah okay but you haven't seen the show yet. I haven't seen the show yet so I guess this is more for you the onboarding of w- the Watchmen show is crazy i can't it's the most risky thing i've ever seen yeah like i've read the book a couple times and i still feel like i'm missing oh yeah what the hell references they do not give a fuck they do not care if you've read that book and you have to have read that book to understand anything that's going on <laughs> cool. in that in that show if, if we always talk about like as improv nerds like what's the one unusual thing Watchmen opens with like 16 unusual yeah. things. they're like oh you were born in vietnam the 51st state look out for squids and you're like yeah <laughs> no one no one has cell phones. Right. It's like it's like too insane to like even bother to care to explain literally anything. Me and Jackie have been watching it and like I barely get what's going on. Jackie is no idea. Right. Like I told and I kind of forgot that like at, at the end of that book, Dr. Manhattan drops a giant squid on Manhattan. Uh-huh. Like that's how that's oh, like one of the I, big I forgot things. That. So like the fallout of that in this show is that squids rain from the sky every once in a while because they're still, I guess, circling the atmosphere. I also love that the show is a continuation of the book and specifically not the film. Uh-huh. If you've just seen the film, The Watchmen, you still don't know what's going on, really. Right, yeah. But I heard they still play Alleluia over every sex scene. You know? <laughs> I've, I've heard that carries over. You know what? I actually enjoyed that moment. I did like. Did that we talk moment. about this? Uh, no, we've never okay. talked about the Watchmen, the <laughs> film on our podcast. Okay, because okay, I remember seeing three hundred and being like, "This is the worst sex scene I've ever seen in my life." Like, oh, I can't I forgot about that. I one. Can't is that where he kicks that guy into the hole? 
Are you talking about that, that sex bit? scene? Yeah, yeah, but there's just like a part <laughs> Is where... Is that what you call insertion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that how sex works? He inserted a man into a hole. Um, <laughs> it's just like shot very much like pornography. You can just tell in the style that it's like not like romantic or right. sensual or whatever you want to say, but it's like pornography. It's like disgusting. Yeah, it's like it's just like different sex positions. It's so weird yeah. to film like that. Mm-hmm. But then I remember seeing Watchmen and being like, He's outdone himself. Yeah. Zack Zach Snyder has outdone himself, and yeah. I like this sex scene even less than the previous one. Yeah. I did like the sex scene not at all, but I did like the music choice. I, I yeah. do like that kind of shitty, bad, like, yeah, on pop, purpose. Pop music-y mm. sort it's, of. It was like that movie's music choices were so on the nose the whole time that I thought it was like almost charming mm. that they're playing right. like a times or a change in, in like the most. Obviously, the times are changing. <laughs> the montage as the times change. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and I also love the what is it? The end credit song is another Leonard Cohen song. That's like, first we take Manhattan is the name of the song. Mm. So it's like, it's like the name just, of the character. Just Googled song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> song Sound with like Manhattan it. in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's gonna do it for the news. Uh, that's all the video game news we have. <laughs> is our uh, what we think of the Watchmen. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, when we get back, we're gonna talk about our video games too long. Yes, no. Um, those are the only two options. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> Video Games Comedy Show. I am, as always, your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we have a, uh, we're just going to have a, a free-form discussion where, uh, and it's going to be g- good, I've decided. It's going to be like jazz. We're just going like to be jazz. like all, we're going to like fo- follow the beat, you know? To yeah. be honest, I was not prepared for a good discussion. Oh, I have really? a lot of bad points that are very surface <laughs> That's fine. Bring them out. Okay. Perfect. Bring them out to play. All right. You know how sure. sometimes you're like... I don't want to hang out with that kid down the street. And then sometimes you're like, he's a fucking anarchist. Get him out here. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe he'll steal my toys, but maybe we'll go on a cool adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I've always said McCullers like the Joker of this podcast. That's right. Just, like brings Ooh. chaos. That's the yes. meanest thing you've ever said to me. But, but also like, <laughs> and I like, say fuck like, things. Don't like anyway. blow up my spot. Yeah. Like, I'm doing Joker 2020 this year. And like, that's kind of my thing. Maybe so. that's why I should run for Joker. Because no, like, I don't think so. Dude, like McCullers so joke. Like no, the guards the of Rome. <laughs> Like the guards of Rome, only those who don't want power should take it. Holy mm. shit! Joker can't say stuff like that. Joker <laughs> right. says stuff like "damaged." That's clever. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the League of Doom? Yeah. Joker yeah. walks in, damaged, damaged, and Lex Luthor's like, "All right, let's get back to our embezzlement scheme." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Embezzlement scheme. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically, we're going to decide right here and now for the future moving forward. Like, yeah. are video games too long? Or are they just long enough? Uh, are they too short? Or are they too short? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Death Stranding came out, and I guess this is sort of like what inspired this conversation. It's like apparently an 80-hour game, which to me made me want to like turn the insides of my body to the outside of my body. <laughs> so I intentionally stayed away from that game. And have intentionally stayed away from it because of the length. Right. 
because I've heard it was 80 hours long. Um, I guess what that means for me is, but I'm a rare case where I do video game content and I kind of feel like I play a lot of stuff. So for me, it's better when a game is short for what like my purpose is, right? Mm -hmm. I like short experiences. I like contained experiences and I like to be done with something fast. I, I'm like looking at you guys, and I feel like this discussion's gonna be over in two seconds when you guys both just say I agree. Yeah. Is that is that like where you, everyone's at? I'm different. Yes and no. Okay. Yes and okay. No. Okay. Perfect. Great. Whew. Thank God. <laughs> I think there are different um, flavors of games, right? Like I, I think the idea, and because I am so desperate to play Death Stranding, I'm the only one without a PS4. Mm. Is it only? It's not on Xbox One. Mm-mm. Interesting. It's, it was like Sony scooped him up when he oh. left. Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, his games all uh, all the Metal Gear games ended up on it, but not right. well. Half hard. Oh, really? I thought they were better on Xbox. Yeah, like he, they might have had re, re, uh, extra content and better. And also, and stuff. I don't know what I was talking. Oh, about. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. He also like the it, fact that they came out like a yeah. year later yeah, <laughs> was right, the, right. the the slight that I felt. Yeah, uh, I want to play Death Stranding so bad. Everybody says, like, not only is it 80 hours, the first 10 hours are not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is... <laughs> and that, to me, is, like, not a respectful length of time. No. I, having not played it, I don't know if that's the case. And right. I am I want to play that game not for the gameplay, but because I want to see that guy go nuts on yeah, a story. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, like, something like Metal Gear Solid Five didn't get it right but i think the balance is there to like have a story but also have endless missions mm. that you can just go and have like if you're into the gameplay loop get into it and do yeah. it again and again and then you also have like a concise narrative that can funnel you down a story path and then get you the hell out of there if you're ready to get out i, I think metal gear solid 5 was gonna be my exact that was gonna be my exact example mm. for like games that are like the length i enjoy the length yeah for that very reason. And I don't even, I think I played it like a hundred hours. Don't know that I finished it, mm-hmm. but I just like enjoyed it so much. Yeah. That loop. It was. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a really good point. A really interesting point. Like Thank what you a, so much. No, 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 for sure. I feel like you guys tag team that point in a good way <laughs> yeah. because my question, I guess I, it is like, what about destiny then? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause like destiny is so fun and that loop is like so perfect. And it's like, is it, do I enjoy that it's just open right now? Like Destiny's going, whether I like mm-hmm. it or not. And I can jump in at any time and do my Destiny thing and then kind of put it away. Yeah, right. So it's not really a contained experience. It's an incredibly open experience. It's ultimately, I mean, they are functionally different, but in terms of my <coughs> experience, it's not different from The Witcher 3, which I'm experiencing in that way. Yeah. I can dip into that world when I want to and not feel any like obligation to finish. Mm. So you, but I think that's where I get lost because I, when I start a game that's like The Witcher or Breath of the Wild or Dragon Quest, I feel compelled to finish the thing I start. Like I feel, mm. right. I just feel bad when I've left a game unbeaten, just sort of open, floating around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like specifically Metal Gear Solid Five, actually, which I really loved. I've only played part one. Like I haven't started part two yet. Mm. And so you just got out of the hospital. Or did you get into like the desert and doing some of those? Do you guys remember how that game works where like you actually see credits at some point, right. but then there's like a new ending to it where... Yes. Yeah. Where it's like, it's like continued in part two, right. which is just, you can start immediately right then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember kind of, and then I, I know they like, what they did was there was probably like 
15 more story missions, but then there was also a bunch of like tr- tricked out versions of earlier missions. Right. Too. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, and I think you could probably mainline Metal Gear Solid in a fun way. Yeah. Like all the Metal Gear Solid. You're, wait, just like that one where you can main, you could probably mainline it and right. then, and be done with it pretty fast. Probably. Yeah. I probably got like 10 hours left of that mm-hmm. game to go. But it just again, it just sits there, and it kind of I just kind of feel bad about it, mm-hmm. which is not a good feeling, not a feeling I want. Right. I call this like the Final Fantasy problem, where it's like to beat all of them would take me the rest of my days mm-hmm. until I'm an old gross man. Yeah. They but, just announced them all for Game Pass. Did so they that really? Was, yeah. At the oh. XO19 this year, uh, like Final Fantasy seven through fifteen. Oh. Right? Like they're working on fourteen. Like, oh they want to get it on Game Pass. God. And I was like, do I have to play all of these? And the answer is no. <laughs> you know, you don't. Yeah. The answer is never. And so it, I feel like I intentionally stay away from a lot of games knowing that, like, or if if I hear especially, like, hey, just so you know, that game takes 10 hours to get good, which is sort of the Final Fantasy problem mm-hmm. of, like, right. usually those games don't have the best like front half. I heard Final Fantasy 13 takes, like, 20 hours mm-hmm. until you start having fun with it yeah. until it opens up everybody talks about there's like a, a specific moment in yeah. that game when it's like oh now the world is yours and i right. that to me feels like a you're right not respectful but it also feels like i just I, i've never played it because i've heard that about it right mm-hmm. right so i guess i don't know how i feel like i i guess now that now that you've brought up like games like destiny or games that are a little bit more open like gta games it's like if I could just kind of break that area of my brain that says I have to beat this, mm-hmm. I think I would enjoy more games. But it, what is it? Is it just my own personal OCD? A little bit, yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. But yeah. there's something. Like that. <laughs> That's yeah. the answer. Everyone yeah. agreed it's so fast with that. We're actually, we're actually on the upset. same. Pa- we're on the same page of everything. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this. Here's what I here's what I think though. I think narrative wise, short games are better, 100. Uh-huh. percent I think like all. I think of all my favorite games and all my favorite stories in video games, and they're all short. Right. Like Metal Gear Solid One, we were talking about earlier. That game, you could beat it in like eight hours. Yeah, but like even like shorter than that. Like the first Portal, I think, is like the masterpiece of video game storytelling. Mm-hmm. It like mm-hmm. took the dynamics of playing video games and told a new story that could never be told otherwise. Mm-hmm. It did it in three hours. Yeah. It subverted everything you knew about first person shooters, mm-hmm. subverted everything you knew about like inanimate robots. <laughs> it, like, it, it just like, it, it subverted like, everything you knew about cake. Yeah. Exactly. Cubes. Mm-hmm. Cubes. But, but it just Walls. like, I think it like voice acting. I think it told a perfect story. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was like, I remember like there was the whole, our video games art conversation. Mm. I remember playing that game and just being like, yep. Yeah. yeah. Like you couldn't do this as a movie. It's like it used the medium. I think yeah. Undertale does the same thing. That game was in MoMA. It was at the MoMA. But Portal? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Playable at the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. I remember Amazing. I went to visit that year, that year. That year. To the twenty fourteen. They had a bunch of games out. Like obviously like like Pac Man and yeah. then it was like Portal and like cool. Mario, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, since we're kind of touching on this video games is art thing, and I think I can tie this back to game length and what we're looking for. Uh, this is a, a concept that was introduced to me while I was in art school, and I don't know if it's true because I've tried to Google it to verify it, but I had a teacher who was the best teacher I had at art school. His name was Kinji Akagawa, and he did, like, sculpture, but, like, he made gardens. Like, his Whoa. sculpture was just making beautiful gardens. Cool. Um, but he had this uh, – he told us at one point that the Chinese, I believe, do not have a word for art. They just have things that have functions. They have, like, paintings are beautiful, spoons are useful, but you can make a beautiful spoon. Your spoon could be art. And it was something we were kind of talking about, because in this art school, there was, like, a fashion, or uh, a fashion, a furniture design program. Uh, Sweet. So in this class, we had 
people who were making sofas and people who were making paintings. And we're like, how do we justify sure. all of this? So it's like, if we're looking less at like beauty and like the role of art and more about like, what is this thing's function? Mm. You have games like uh, Gone Home, whose function is to tell a story in a short length of time and very good correctly. length on gone home by Beautiful. the way very good length uh when you were talking about portal i was like i love portal a lot but i love portal 2 because that to me is the kind of thing that like deepens that whole experience and like kind of builds out a world and that's like a uh what eight hour game would we say maybe yeah, less maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe like 10 less. hours yeah that, six, that's six, like that's like game length like that's way too long for a movie like right. and that kind of like is a that is another like aspect that only video games can do you can even like breath of the wild doesn't have a great story but it feels like it's elevated because you're really put in yeah the right. narrative with your guy right yeah. see breath of the wild i would say is a tribute to the other it's almost like the counter argument of like that's like the vibe game where it's like you have to live in this world for 50 hours mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sure you can beat breath of the wild much faster but like i think it's an hour and a half yeah. Or uh, a half hour, rather, yeah. is the world record. Is the world record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like when you see people doing those moves that you're like, I didn't even know you could do this in the game. <laughs> yeah. like, but like, I think there's certain games that are like vibe games that are like, you just, I think Death Stranding supposed to be like that, where it's like, you, you don't want it to be short. You actually like just want to, yeah. like, you want to go to this world you exist in. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that about like one game, for some reason, that's never upset me at the length is some of the longest games ever made are the Dragon Quest series, where they're always like 120 hour long games. Uh, but part of what makes that experience, especially in 11, like so cool is like, it's it's more about like hanging out with your buddies. Like that's what that game is. It's mm-hmm. like it's like getting to know your friends better and camping. Like that's like kind of like <laughs> right. Like and the way that story is told is it's it is all leading to something, but it's usually like vignettes. Like you go to a town and it's like, oh, this is Silvando's story now. Like he's he knows somebody mm. here, and it's like oh from his past, and you got to figure out like oh he has a bad relationship with his dad. We got to go get some. You gotta go get some greens and bring it to the festival, and like, <laughs> and and it, so it's like it, it, it's way more about like that vibe type. I want to mm-hmm. live in this area for like a long time, and I guess when I did beat that game, it took me like forty to eighty hours, and I did like I did do it over time, and I played other games in between, and that that's a nice experience too. When yeah. you, when it is something you feel like you can go back to, like like seeing old friends mm-hmm. or something. Sure. When you think about that versus like a Metal Gear Solid 1 where you have to play that in one or two sittings, you can't have anything interjecting it because you're yeah. trying to remember, okay, Ocelot is working for Liquid, but we know he's got something else going on. He lost a hand. Like yeah. you're, right. you're following this intricate plot versus like, yeah, this like long, slow vibing, like let's yeah. go hang out with our friends. And then yeah. this story kind of wraps up in this town. I think it helps on. when the game isn't purely about its own combat mechanics. For example, like Metal Gear Solid pretty much feels like fight the guys, get to the room, beat the boss, do this thing. When a game is more about like, like Breath of the Wild, like yes, you can fight things, but you can also hunt and like cook and like find cool treasures and solve puzzles. Like you can kind of do whatever you want in it and kind of live like it's like, like Stardew Valley or something where you can kind of just like live, live around it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that might help in creating an atmosphere or a vibe that lasts longer than like, I don't want to play like, like a halo campaign that lasts 200 hours or something. Like that sounds like a fucking (laughs) nightmare, right? Those, those need to be short and sweet. Mm hmm. 
Okay, interesting. I feel more comfortable with that then. Yeah. yeah. It kind of comes down to like picking out what is a video game's function. Definitely. What are the, what are they trying to evoke? And then are they doing that uh, in a way that like, I don't know, is thoughtful? Yeah. Are there, what's the best game that like has, is really long, but has a really great narrative, I guess would be the question. Cause my, yeah. I, my thought is that like the best narratives are all short. I would go Red Dead 2. I was oh, talking with yeah. somebody about Red Dead 2's narrative and how that like is both surprising and everything kind of builds, but like and it's long. It's very long. Yeah. Just even if you're like mainlining it, but then the fact that you can meander mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that is subtly building. I think that's just like a beautiful story that is again like I think you can only tell that in video games because mm-hmm. it's not a, a this plot point leads to this plot point. Right. It's just very like cool. We kind of amass this slow mountain of, of character development and sure. sort of feel this ending very personally because of our choices. I Ooh. love that. That's a good. That's a, that's a really good answer. I was gonna say. Drag- I, agree, I agree with McCuller. I like. Yeah. I take it all back. I switch. <laughs> well, no, but like, I, I think it's interesting that we we are bringing these things up because I was I was kind of wondering the same thing. For I think Dragon Quest Five actually has like this story that's. It is like a hundred hours to get through Dragon Quest V, but like, like in that game, you play like not the hero of the world. You play like a person who's like being affected by things going on around him. Interesting. And like, you start out as a kid, and by the end of the game, like you're an old person and have a kid. Mm. So it's like kind of like a per- watching a person's life happen. That's lovely in like a Dragon Quest world, and sure. I think and it's very it is very calming. But also Red Dead and Red Dead Two had the elements of that mm-hmm. too, where like Arthur, not Arthur Morgan, but uh, John Marsden, not Marsden, is that his name? Maybe he also play, is he playing Cyclops yeah. and <laughs> Sonic's friend? No, 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 no. Who's the, who's the main character of uh, Red Dead One? Yeah, I know who. You're, I think it's John Marsden. Who's the actor in Sonic the Hedgehog? Scott James James Marsden. Whoa! Yikes! Do you think they're related? Almost definitely. And <laughs> and also, he would probably play a pretty good John Marsden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but isn't in Red Dead One like you have a son, and at the end of that mm-hmm. game, like you get killed, but then your son goes and avenges you. Yeah. Your... Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the longest game you've ever played and enjoyed from beginning to end? We've said a couple, but I think mine would have to be. Like, well, like maybe Final Fantasy VII, something like that. We're mm-hmm. just like I, I was like gushing over the story the entire time, and that's like a forty to sixty hour long game, which I would consider long. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's, that's that's pretty long. I don't know that I have one. It might be Red Dead Red Two. Red Dead Two. But yeah. I kind of I sort of mainlined that story. Right. I didn't do. How long did it take you even mainlining it though? Forty ish. Forty. That's still that's long yeah. to me. Yeah. I never beat yeah. it. Yeah. I've like I've been meaning to go back to it. Me I never, too. I've never been it. Same. I keep it installed on my PlayStation, which is a nightmare because yeah. it's a hundred gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My longest game, I don't know. Like it could be Metal Gear Solid Five. It could be yeah. Well, you were Stardew Valley, right? I played Stardew Valley. Yeah, that's true. I played that like fifty five hours. Mm-hmm. And I guess does that have a story though? Would we consider that in the same ballpark as these I other think ones? it's like a different it's yeah. all, it's a different genre entirely. Yeah. It's not I wouldn't consider it a narrative game. Yeah. Here's here's a question. Have you guys ever gotten through the 10 to 30 hours that a Death Stranding or a Final Fantasy 13 presents to you and felt fulfilled? I, I would say yes, because I think... Hmm. But I, but I, I was going to say the, the key to that might be enjoying living in the world that the game presents. Hmm. And I think that, like, in the example of Dragon Quest, 
Which I think is I'm I'm starting to think of now. That's maybe the only long games I like is like Dragon Quest and Final Fantasies. But in Dragon Quest, like you love the world immediately, and so it doesn't it doesn't really matter that like oh it does take ten to twenty hours to get your whole party or to start like being able to go anywhere in the world. Like I just like being in a town, mm-hmm. right? I think the problem that maybe Death Stranding has is that you don't love the world immediately. Mm-hmm. Like it takes you ten hours to like really get to know the world or something. Sure, I right. maybe that that could have a that could be a problem, but I have felt fulfilled in those Final Fantasy games at times and Dragon Quest. I'm games. trying what to think. Like I've never had a video game that does it, but it was very much my experience with The Wire. Yes, where I didn't like it. Yes, and kept like falling off, and then coming back to it a year later and trying again, and eventually, like I just started it over one time. It was literally my sixth time trying to watch yeah. that show, and then I was like, "Oh, I love this more than anything." Yes, I remember what's when what's her name got shot in the first season. Just like me, like weeping and being like, "Oh, I do love this." Show. Yeah, Aww. yeah. I remember just like literally. I forget her name. She's like you're one of the main detectives. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know who you're talking about Kim. She, Kimya. Yeah, she gets. Is shot. that a name? I don't know, but <laughs> she gets. Kimya? She got shot, and like yeah. and you think she's gonna die. And I remember just like weeping, being yeah. like. No, I get why people love this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize how invested I once was. Once we had, once we had like somebody like sneakily be like, "Yeah, we got a wire," and I was like, "Oh wait, this is cool. Yeah. These are fun people." <laughs> uh, the wire is like the Death Stranding of shows. Well, it's, sure, it is funny though. It's like people say that it's like you got to get to like the fourth episode, but like with ten hours though, it's like you got to get to like two thirds of the way through the second season, and then it gets good. Uh-huh. You know, what? it's like yeah. it's, it's kind of a ridiculous request. I think. Yeah, the, the wire. No, no, like um, the, like Death Stranding. Oh, I'm comparing. Just, it. I'm saying like I've heard, but the wire though i've heard you have to get to season three no i, I don't because think people like are like season one's okay season two's kind of not great and then season three is like season one's on is amazing. i think season one's incredible i think i, it, I think it, the first few episodes are a slower burn but then like all the stuff with wallace and, yeah like all this stuff yeah. is like i don't know yeah. i i have a weird wire take season two is my favorite oh Whoa, see, that's good. That's, yeah. yeah mr contrarian i know maybe the first 10 hours of death stranding are gonna be your favorite they might be <laughs> <laughs> i remember in uh in 10th grade reading um a tale of two cities and my english teacher saying like this is written in like a weird old english and it'll be hard and you just have to stick with it and eventually it'll just click over and it'll be like reading a regular book right. and i feel like with certain games, it sounds like Death Stranding is probably like this. It's mm. so foreign, yeah. and everything is so different, and it was very much like this with The Wire. I didn't understand how they were telling yeah. stories or what was cool about it. Yeah. And once I started to understand, I was like, oh, getting a subpoena for a wiretap is all of a sudden like a giant win for these people right. in a way that I didn't even understand what that meant before. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I think it's... The stakes are different. There, there are video games that like reward your effort. And I feel like Rockstar games do not have like that Mario 64. It's like fun to pick up and just run around. It's kind of clunky and weird. And it's like, but if you stick with them, you are rewarded eventually. And Red Dead 2 is maybe just the first Rockstar game that I stuck with long enough to get to that other side of the hill. I didn't think Red Dead 2's beginning was very fun for like the first couple hours. And then it's like when you're finally walking around in the town and you can like do what you want, you're Mm -hmm. like... Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> really? Because I, I, I'm the exact opposite. Where at the beginning of Red Dead Two, you're in the snow and it's like almost on rails. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I I'm want like, an on rails. I'm like, Red take Dead it game. away from me. <laughs> I don't want to do it. And then once I got into the town, I was like, oh gosh, now I can do anything. <laughs> I can shave. Uh, what's the, what is a game that you've stuck with through to the end that you felt like was so not rewarding? 
Mm. Like where you were just I so like angry. I wasn't so angry, but like the new Fire Emblem, it's like oh. they, I really <laughs> wish they had trimmed that game. There's a lot of fat, right? There's like, just if so you're not, much dialogue. If you're not loving what you're doing and loving every character, yeah. which I got to say, like not every character is... Dude, I'll say this: the Golden Deer is better than the um, Edelgard's house because wow. I watched Dash play, yeah. and I was just like, "These characters suck." Really? My roommates play, and I'm yeah. just like watching it. I'm just like, "Oh, like their characters are actually more fun in battle. They have more fun moves." Yeah, but like their stories are just so awful. I I'm love like, the Golden Deer. They're like the nasty ones, dude. The best character, the well, yeah, more, they're more like what would you consider them to be? They're more like Gryffindor, actually. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like, like they're like they're, they're like heroic kind of prankster underdogs, kind of. Okay. There's yeah. the best. My favorite character in Fire Emblem is definitely the kid who's like, I want to draw, but I'm not gonna draw. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna like be a soldier. Yeah. Like that's what my family wants, and you're just like, no, draw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he has a, he has this one line though when he fights, he goes, he attacks him and he goes, let me paint you a picture. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. love it. Is this the character who at the beginning of the game is like, I can't believe I killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's I so love that kid, the little blonde kid. Yeah, with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he's like, I, I'm so sorry. Like that's like his that's his uh, moniker. But that game, I actually haven't beaten. I apparently have two battles left, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. You are an insane man. I know. I'm just, I need to see credits <laughs> on everything. I'm like, I don't give a shit anymore. I I yeah. never beat Final Fantasy VII. I got to the that's final end crazy. of it, and it was once again like, this game has taken too much of my life. <gasps> I can't do this anymore. Oh, that's that is such a weird scenario for me where. That hit me at such the perfect time where I had just enough like time to like be like salivating for more mm-hmm. story. I did everything in that game you could possibly do. Found like hit like if it was lore based, I was like, I'll go to the basement to read the book. I don't right. care. Mm-hmm. I loved that game. Yeah. Um, I, I remember I went and I like leveled up to get ready yeah. for the last boss, and then I got like super leveled up. I grinded, and then it was just like, all right. Like, <laughs> all right, cool. I I, I could win. I'm yeah, McCullough, do you have a game like that where I'm, you you stuck with and then you just were like so bummed that you stuck with it? I'm trying to think. I don't know that I have. I feel like I give up on games yeah. before I get you there. Off. I think I do these days, but definitely I was gonna say in the Xbox 360, PS3 generation, mm. which is actually I'm starting to think my least favorite era of games. Interesting. Hmm. I feel like there was a lot of it was a fertile time. A lot of great creative stuff got made in that era, but. The trends then were like not my favorite. Hmm. Some of the trends were like, for example, like really easy narrative games, which I didn't love. Like Uncharted's were made during that time, and yeah. like felt like that's start- that's like a bad trend in games mm-hmm. where it's just like I'm climbing this wall for no reason at all. <laughs> There's no oh, my headphone thing came out. Hold on. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm sorry. Oh, this is ridiculous. You're set. Fuck. This is fucking ridiculous, dude. I just like I go out of my way to come here and then. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's what happened. Mm. My own headphones came out. Okay, we're back. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, do you have a game that you feel like that about? Here's, no? here's the thing. I feel like intellectually, even though I don't agree with this, I'm like kind of Breath of the Wild. Oh. Like, I loved every second of Breath of the Wild, which is why I don't emotionally have that connection. But, like, maybe, like, a second playthrough once all the discovery was gone that I did. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I was just like, why am I doing this? And yeah. I got really far in a second playthrough and was just like, I don't care anymore. I found the things that I'm interested <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. I don't think the ending kind of falls flat. Yeah. I didn't think the ending, I thought that was the only weak point in the game. Yeah. It was cool to fight a big uh, monster man yeah. in the field. But other than that, it was just like, we didn't literally learn anything. Yeah. We didn't. There's Zelda just like made a flower grow or something. I like, I loved the, <laughs> I love the like minimalist music throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, oh, it's really cool how it's so sparse. It's nice. It's different for Zelda. But then they finally like play hard music when you get to the end. And it just like wasn't that like good. Like rocking guitars. It just like wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. And it's like kind of disappointing because you're like, oh, was it minimalist just because it wasn't good and they cut it? It was, oh. like, it was literally how I started thinking. And I was oh. like, yeah. Because I remember just like the music at the end being like, this is like not the best Zelda music. And every other Zelda game has like unbelievable music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think what we're kind of coming towards is it's complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our game's too long. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. I think um, I definitely love going back to like an old SNES or NES title and like, because all those games were about the same length. Mm. Very like shorter, like you can actually get through it in an afternoon. Um, but we also do like our big sprawling narrative stories if they hook us and if they're good. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like one of the things that's cool about Death Stranding is that it like kind of is it's complicated in its own way and it like some people love it, some people hate it. Yeah. So it is sort of a dice roll. You mm-hmm. know, maybe I am the person that that game is for. Right. Maybe it has a narrative that I just love. But I don't know yet because mm-hmm. I haven't turned it on. I've just been hearing what other people think about it. Mm-hmm. Did you see Kojima's response about where he was like, American gamers just like don't appreciate art. They just like, they're not like Europeans. Mm-hmm. Right. And they you're like, like you're first the... person shooters a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just like, <laughs> love it was a real like kind of like cringy sort of like, <laughs> yeah. like loser's take or something. A like... loser's take. I, I do. I do wonder if there's like some sort of like bitter. Bitterness, but also I wonder if there is is some sort of sort of like accidental truth in that though of oh, just sure. like people like like Americans do love escapism. I feel like mm. more than we like seek out things for art, hundred uh, percent. And the fact that YouTube has more views than Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, right, I think really <laughs> shows, and that's been the case for at. decades yeah. now. Yeah, uh, that's been like YouTube yeah. has been way more. That's like YouTube gets numbers that like TV shows in the seventies got. Right? You know? I just love the idea that he's right. First off, like he's a hundred percent right. Yeah, like Americans are less like, but don't say it out desiring yeah. art. But it's like you can't do it in response to bad reception. You just right. like your bitterness <laughs> is so transparent. Right. I also want to stand up for my boy Hideo. That was to an Italian magazine. That was translated from Japanese to Italian, right, and then, then back to English. To English. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying, like, it's pro- like we don't know what that tone was. It right. feels like it- I could also see him being like Americans, you know, it's like, true. Yeah. like it's a joke. I remember like seeing that whole. You see that Twitter exchange about like the Game of Thrones creators. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, to, I know you were about to end this. No, 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 like, no, no. no, no. It's like fine. it's like the Game of Thrones creators like did this like thing at Austin the, Film their Festival. Panel, yeah, but like the thing is, I've listened to another podcast with them that they did at that same festival. And they were very self-deprecating. Like they had like a very self-deprecating sense of humor, like kind of a humble sort of approach being like, yeah, like we were like doing our best and like maybe we weren't ready for it, but like we were like doing this. And then like when you read it printed out, it's like we weren't ready for it, they said. (laughs) And you're like, well, yeah, it's like not exactly what they said. Like Mm -hmm. I just remember reading that Twitter change and just being like, I know that they were like being joking about it and stuff mm-hmm. like he, the guy wrote munich you know what i mean like they, right. they have like major credits mm-hmm. but this twitter exchange made it seem like they were like film it's, school students it's one of those things where like 
that's the kind of thing that would have been brushed off if we weren't already kind of feeling it. I right. always think about like, uh, this is a poll. Uh, remember the 2012 election yeah. when Mitt Romney came I out do. and said like, <laughs> oh, everyone's like, yeah, uh, ever like 47% of Americans don't pay taxes. They're sucking on a mother Liberty's teeth. Yeah. And it's like, if you actually look into that quote, like what he's saying is like technically true and not really as like vicious as he made it sound. But because right. we were already kind of feeling that way about yeah, Mitt Romney, we were so like, rich, yeah. of course that's true. Of course that's what he's saying. Yeah, like if we hate Benny Off and Weiss and they Dude. say like we weren't ready for Game of Thrones, you're like, duh. Yeah. I want to speak for all of us when I say we stand Mitt Romney. Okay, yeah. I want to speak for all of us when I say we stand Mitt Romney on this podcast. Yeah. I want to okay. I want to just say that me and all my guns stand Mitt Romney. Uh, this is a joke amongst some of my other friends, but I do kind of have a fascination with Mitt Romney. Fascination yeah. is very true. I like true. him. Uh, I like I, him and think he's weird. Uh, everyone should listen to the last podcast on the left did like a six-part series on Mormonism on the oh. on the beginnings and through like the like the Mormon the cult of Mormons murders in like the U S and like, oh, interesting. but they talk about Mitt Romney's mm. granddad a lot and huh. brutally murdered in like a crazy way. And like this, like really? shootout. Yeah. It's, it's like very fascinating. Cool. Also not the best guy. Mitt Romney's <laughs> grand, yep, granddad. Right. But, uh, but yeah, everyone should go listen to that. I think that, um, Oh, what were we just talking about? Mitt oh, Oh, uh, people taking things out of context for like headline purposes. Right. Has the news just been doing that forever? Yes. Has that always just been mm -hmm. the news? Yeah, yeah. It's like extra, extra, blah 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 blah. This this <laughs> right. person is uh, hates everyone, and it's like it was totally a joke if you were there at the press conference or whatever. Mm, right. Okay, yeah. I I it it feels like a hotter take than it is to to be illustrating that, but like I do feel like I was like visiting family, and they are they're all like they live in Texas. They're all basically Republicans. I'll, some of them are more middle of the road than others, but they all just like, just do not read the news or watch the news. They right. do not trust the news. Like I remember like talking to my sister about this Trump, like grab him by the pussy event. And she was like, that doesn't sound real. Mm -hmm. Like just like, just like just objectively just does not mm -hmm. pay right. attention to thinks Everything is kind of a lie. Right. And I think that's like fucking like it is hard. Like I feel like you hear one story like that where like something gets taken out of context and it becomes so hard to trust news media period. Like yeah. I'm not letting them off the hook, but I am saying be better news people. Yeah. yeah. Like don't just the, the take is the real take. The truth is, is very controversial. Yeah. So just deliver that, mm -hmm. you know, like right. you can always find a cool angle with just delivering like what the person actually said the way they said it. Yeah. You don't have to church it up, Joe Dirt. I'm sorry. The impeachment hearings did not have enough pizzazz for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my takeaway. Not enough pizzazz. That's not enough pizzazz. what the Republicans want you to yeah. think. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, and with that, I think we're done with our conversation <laughs> about our video games too long. Uh, uh, the answer is always in the, d the details. Mm. Um uh, and before we go, I did want to read off a, a quick list because I just want to get us all kind of primed and our listeners primed and excited for Game of the Year conversations Whoa. that are coming up. So this is a list uh, from the 37th Golden Joystick Awards. I've never heard of this award show before <laughs> in my life, but this is in the last 12 months. So Wait, 37th? 37th. <laughs> I mean, like... Yeah. So this is like... 
Atari, like Pitfall won the first year or something? <laughs> the Golden or? Joystick Awards, the 37th Golden Joystick cool. Awards. Yeah. Uh, so that came out. This this already happened. So it's not going to include anything that came out before, obviously, like after it. And it will go back to November of 2018. Right. So okay. keep that in mind. So for best storytelling, we got Days Gone. Best multiplayer game, Apex Legends. Still playing award, mm. Minecraft. Smart award. That's, I like that award. That's a good I like idea. that award. Yeah. Best visual design, Devil May Cry 5. Hmm. Interesting. These are like, I feel like these are very yeah. interesting wins for some yeah. of these games. Best indie game, Outer Wilds. I've heard it's great. Never played it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a game pass. Yeah, I played it for a minute. Okay, great. Uh, Too long. Esports Game of the Year award, Fortnite. Great. Yeah. Uh, best audio, Resident Evil Two. I guess I agree, but I agree. <laughs> category it's definitely more than that. Best audio. Yeah. No, I know, but like, why is that a cat? Like, that feels too big to me. Like, is yeah. that music plus? It should be music or sound design. The way I, I think the way guns sound. You're right. It should be worded like not audio. Yeah. yeah. Like everything you heard in it. It's like best audio, <laughs> best visuals done. Yeah. <laughs> best game expansion, GTA Online. Uh, Diamond Casino update. I don't know what that means. Sure. Best VR slash AR game, Beat Saber. Best gaming hardware, the NVIDIA 20 series super graphics card. Definitely. (laughs) PC nerds, you know. Best performer, Logan Marshall Green. I don't know. He must be a voice actor. Uh, Studio of the year. Arthur Morgan, probably. Oh, I I wonder. I don't know. Mm. I wonder. I don't know. Uh, Studio of the year, Epic. Best new streamer broadcaster, Ewok. Ooh. Mm. Do you guys know who Ewok is? You know who my favorite streamer is? Who? Michael McCollar. Oh. Interesting. I great, like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. If you guys want to watch fucking Code Veronica <laughs> done in like 20 minutes, uh, uh, do you know who Ewok is? No. Okay. I'm going to find him though. Uh, breakthrough Award, House House. Don't know what that means. Mobile Game of the Year, BTS World. Outstanding contribution. Life is strange. I don't know what the qualifications for outstanding contribution is. To the conversation. Did they donate money? <laughs> uh, PC game of the year. World of Warcraft classic. PlayStation game of the year. Day is gone. House House is untitled Goose Game. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's a contribution. Xbox game of the year. Gears 5. I Nintendo game of the year. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Okay. Hard to argue. Most Wanted game. Can you guys guess what this is? Ooh. Breath of the Wild 2? No. Red Dead? No. Because he's like an outlaw. Oh. Um, no, most... Wa- <laughs> Cyberpunk. Uh, yes. And I get it. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I did, it took me 45 minutes, but yeah. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Critics' Choice Award. Award. Control. Uh, lifetime mm-hmm. Achievement. Uh, Yu Suzuki. Wait a minute. Who is choosing this if not Critics? yeah is this voting maybe it's voting oh my god uh dude expose here do the critics have a separate poll ah i don't know i guess i don't know millions of people participated yeah online voting okay yeah some populist bullshit that actually makes days gone make more sense to me yeah that's like like a game that we like us art nerds were just like you know the days gone reddit went wild for the (laughs) This choice, they're like, yeah. everyone get on they're tomorrow. Like, guys, guys, we got to rally. <laughs> guys, we got to rally. Get on your motorcycles. Motorcycles rally. <laughs> All 
Okay, uh, and then the ultimate game of the year. Wait, we should make fun of gamers more. I think, yeah. that, I think that should be the take of this podcast. <laughs> you are not wrong, sir. Uh, ultimate game of the year. Can anyone guess what it is? This is the game of the year. This is like the best, the best, the best. God of War. No. Red Dead. No. You're sure it's not God of War? Yeah. That's a good game. Yeah. Is it Resident Evil 2? Yep. Resident Evil cool. 2. Yeah, cool. That's the ultimate game of the year. Guys, I'm excited to buy it for 15 bucks. I am ex- I am so excited to do our own Game of the Year awards. Uh, last year, they went crazy. They were so much fun to do. Uh, just so you know, we do not take this seriously. We are. Right. I, I set this up in a way that's intentionally we try to fuck each other over. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I give everybody a veto pass so they can just destroy one game immediately. Amazing. Just to fuck with everybody. So, like... What ends up being game of the year might be something really stupid, and that <laughs> is the point. So awesome! I'm excited to do it, uh, and I'm going to try to get everyone involved somehow. I it will be chaos. I don't know how it's going to work. I wonder if we could just all veto every game in the running for game of the year, and then there is no game of the wow. year. Wow, dude! It'll be Call of Duty: Modern Warfare wins game of the <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like all of us guys at, at a picture of that game. Like yeah. that, that'll be the banner. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. uh, but guys, why don't you go ahead and plug uh, plug yourself and then we'll get out of here. McCaller. You can find me on Twitter at Michael McCaller. You can read the video game comedy I'm writing at bunnyears.com. You can watch me stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Michael McCaller. And here's a thing I'm doing. I am playing through uh, in co-op Resident Evil Six. Oh, that's good. With my uh, with a friend of mine from also a streamer, also a streamer. Okay. Uh, my friend Roxy. Uh, you can find her at Twitch.tv/roxbox. R O X B O X. And God, that's a that game is bad. <laughs> that <laughs> wow, sounds, that sounds like the most optimal fun way to play. It, it really so. is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the only way anyone should ever play Resident Evil Six. Yeah. Um, Shock. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm on social media stuff at Jacques Monster. Um, and my comedy group, Wellington, just dropped a new video on Wednesday. With, Saw that. With friend of the podcast, Mikey Stevens, starring in it, alongside yours truly. Yeah. Um, You're but, in that one. Yeah, but we're gonna, we post videos every like three or four weeks. Um, got some fun stuff in the pipeline. Check it out. Awesome. Yeah. And then uh, follow the show at VGA Comedy Show on Twitter. Follow me at Ocarino Crime on Twitter. Also, you know, if you're on Apple Podcasts, whatever, Stitcher, whatever your preferred Spotify, like, subscribe, and like drop us a little comment. Review it. Review the show. Uh, that helps get our numbers up. That also helps uh, me be happy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> with that, uh, thank you so much for listening, and have a good one. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>